Hi, this is Nick Forster. We've got a great show for you this week. One of my favorite new bluegrass bands that got its start up in Montana, the Little Smokies, are making their first visit to E-Town. And then uh, we have just a super colorful musician from England, Jack Broadbent, who's kind of like a busker who's just catching on in a big way. He's got that wild street performer energy. We have also an amazing award winner coming up, Shia Bastida, who's a, a youth climate activist and super inspiring. So please enjoy it. Should be a good one. From E-Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town with this week's guest from Lincolnshire, England, Jack Broadbent, environmental activist Shia Bastida, and from Missoula, Montana, the Lil Smokies. I'm Helen Forster. Join me in welcoming our host, Nick Forster. Thank you, Helen. Thanks, everybody. Welcome to E-Town Hall, our solar-powered musical community spot. Thanks for coming. We learned over the years that people who make music generally do it because they have to. It makes them feel complete. doesn't matter what style, what country, what continent, but music is a part of the human experience, and it connects us when it works best. We also learned that when we're connected, we feel kinship with others, other cultures. We remember that we have a lot of stuff in common. We have some common goals, some common challenges, including global challenges, things like climate change and looking out for each other. And so those are the kind of ingredients that we've been working in in the world of E-Town for quite a while. And this week we have yet another chapter in that ongoing story. Our musical guests this week come from Montana and rural England. Our interview guest is a young climate activist who grew up in Mexico, has been living in New York City. And all of them have stories to tell, so we're going to get to it. Up first, this band got its start in Missoula, Montana, with bluegrass being the kind of common musical element that brought them together, mostly playing instrumental music at first, kind of inspired by David Grisman's quintet and others' similar bluegrass heavyweights. But soon they started singing and writing songs, writing original songs. They've been touring a lot lately. They took a breather at a desert recording studio near El Paso, Texas, to record their latest record. The record's called Tornillo. Please welcome to E-Town for their first visit, the Lil' Smokies. World's on fire today There's nothing you can do I'm a liar, babe Don't 
Smokies here at E-Town Hall. So cool. Andy Dunnigan, welcome to E-Town. Hey, man. Thanks good, for having good us. Good to hear you guys again. Yeah, this is um, great. Let's talk a little bit about Montana in general, Missoula in particular, just about the music scene and the community and how that kind of informed the sound of your band. Yeah. Um, I'm from Whitefish, Montana, and I moved to Missoula in 2006 and studied English and then met half these guys my sophomore year and that's sort of was the start of the demise of my scholastic education <laughs> um i should let our listeners know that you andy are a guy who's singing while playing the dobro which is an instrument of course with no frets so it's not an easy combination no. and that's something that must have taken a lot of commitment and practice to get the hang of yeah i'm still working on it what were the slide guitar sort of heroes or point people that led you in that direction um was it more lap steel or yeah um ben harper david lindley jackson brown and you know Derek trucks and jerry douglas of course yeah, yeah. yeah. in case you just tuned in you're listening to e-town i'm here with andy dunnigan and the guys from little smokies the new record was recorded at a point where you guys were all feeling pretty road weary yeah and you found an oasis in texas of all places 
Yeah, we'd been kind of touring with our heads cut off for like the last two years, and we were kind of feeling the weight of that, just the huge sacrifice. I think for a while there, you know, there's still the the jest of it when you're younger, and then it kind of set in. This is our full time job, you know, and that, we had been gone for a good part of two years, so we were all feeling the burn a little bit. And I think when we got to the ranch, it kind of rejuvenated us. And were the songs pretty formed by the time you got there, or did you do some writing and co-writing and arranging as a group when you're in the we studio? We did 75% of it was done, but the title track, Torneo, which we'll play here in a little bit, that one was kind of written during our time there. Yeah. Rev had a, like a little piano part that he came up with, and we got to kind of do a, a little pivot from our usual you know, instrumentation, which was really nice. And I know that up to that point, uh, you'd been the primary songwriter, so it became a little bit more egalitarian spread around among the other guys in the band on yeah, this record? absolutely. Yeah. That felt really good. Right. Jake has a song on there, and Rev has three, and yeah. it feels more like a, a unit, you know, than it yeah. has in previous. Now, I know from my experience about the 20th century world of bluegrass and uh, that kind of music, but in the 21st century world, you told me something backstage that was interesting. You said you guys are really not a jam band, but yeah. you're in that category. So what is it that sets you, your band, Little Smokies apart from other <laughs> bands that are maybe a little more jam-oriented? Man, I could get in a lot of trouble here, couldn't I? <laughs> that makes good radio, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Let's spill it, man. Let's hear it. Wow. <laughs> well... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shorter songs, shorter sets. We only do one set, you know, yeah. and we're not as focused on improvisation, and perhaps we're a little more thoughtful with our arrangements. That's a little subtle dig. Yeah, that's a subtle dig. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just in case someone didn't notice. Um, the fact is you made a really good connection with your audience, and uh, that continues. Things are going really well for the band. So you're, whatever yeah. you're doing, you're doing well, and, and it's working. Um, lastly, just one of the songs on the record, World's on Fire, made me think about, um, I know it's not about current events, but I'm wondering about the responsibility as a songwriter and as a performer to tie in to things that are connected to your values, like I imagine maybe climate change for Worlds on Fire would be a thing that's lurking underneath there. Yeah, I mean, that was definitely swirling around in the zeitgeist of, you know, the current events when I was writing that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, being from Montana, you know, I used to work for the National Park Service and the world is on fire, literally. And it kind of was for me and the band and internally, you know, when we were on the road for that long. Yeah. so. It's good to be aware. Right. I think it's easy to get disenchanted these days because yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on. But Well, you have an opportunity to both entertain and be real. I think that's a great gift you give to your audience. Yeah. If you put on a good show, but all along the way, you can also share and let them into what you feel and what you care about. Yeah, I think being authentic and genuine and uh, being vulnerable are good pillars. Yeah. Well, thanks, Andy. We're going to get back to music. Andy Dunnigan from Little Smokies. Welcome thanks. back, if you would, the band, the Little Smokies.
is all the news of my ears. I can't understand the in me. So y'all repeat forever. Little white lie that knows it grows time. I see a fortune in your eyes. This bird is my companion. Feeling inside, you can't try to hide. The dress is fortune in disguise. play some more music later on in the show. Your visit to E-Town is made possible in part by Silk, a pioneer of plant-based beverages that supports the environment as the charter sponsor of Change the Course, a program created by National Geographic to help conserve and restore fresh water to the planet. More about Silk's environmental commitments and plant-based nutrition at silk.com. 
and by our diverse family of NPR affiliates and community stations, plus college and commercial stations, as well as our international stations and podcast subscribers worldwide. Thank you for your continued support. Now, if you're curious about E-Town's home base, E-Town Hall, our beautiful solar-powered music venue, community center, and recording studio in downtown Boulder, Colorado, you can learn more about it on our website, etown.org. You're listening to E-Town. I'm Nick Forster. You are listening to E-Town, the Little Smokies. We're going to be back later on in the show. And coming up, we've got a, a great slide guitarist and songwriter. Jack Broadbent is here from England. But first, every single week, uh, we get to share a story of somebody who's doing something great in their hometown or beyond. Generally, these are volunteers, but sometimes they're... Uh, business people or authors or scientists. This week, we have a great story, a chance to visit with an amazing young woman who's a global youth climate activist and educator who now lives in New York City. And here comes Helen to tell you more about this week's guest. Thank you, Nick. Shia Pestida grew up in a small town outside of Toluga, not far from Mexico City. She watched as her town struggled through years of drought, followed by flooding that even as a child she recognized as a consequence of a changing climate. When she moved with her family to New York City, they witnessed the devastation of Hurricane Sandy. And again, she knew something serious was going on. She began to focus on mobilizing young people around climate science, knowing that it was the youth of this world who would suffer the most in this global climate crisis. Along with her fellow youth activist, Greta Thunberg, Shia helped mobilize millions of young people in September of 2019 for the Global Week for Future, the largest climate strike in history, which took place in 150 countries. She continues to speak out to policymakers and acts as an organizer as well, helping to educate students and teachers around climate action and climate science. All this as a 17-year-old high school senior so please welcome Shia Pastida. Shia, welcome. Welcome. Welcome to E-Town. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so glad you're here. Uh, first of all, Helen mentioned that uh, you grew up outside of Mexico City. Yeah. And you're also a member of the, is it the Otomi Toltec tribe? Yes, yeah, so it's called the Otomi indigenous group and my name Shia means rain soft rain in Otomi so it's beautiful something that yeah. I yeah so did you grow up with a more indigenous or native sense of nature and the natural world and relationship to the environment yeah something that I know for a fact is that indigenous philosophy the fact that you have to take care of the earth because the earth takes care of you is something that was ingrained in me since I was a child growing up. So I see that as me always being a climate activist in life because it's not a hobby for me. It's part of who I am and it's only been called climate activism very recently. But I've always 
emphasize the importance of reciprocity. We give to the earth and the earth gives us, and that's what we need to do. Yeah. And how old were you when you and your family moved to New York City? I was 13. So you're in a new city, kind of, I guess, a recent immigrant, going to school, maybe with limited language skills at first. How in the world did you feel empowered enough in the midst of this to take on responsibility of really becoming a leader around this issue? And again, that's a lot of responsibility for a young person. You probably had to give up some aspects of being a high school teenage person. Like, did you have to make choices like that? Yes. So, for example, I used to do gymnastics. I used to play the guitar. I don't have time for that anymore. But now I get to travel and see you guys. So that's amazing. (laughs) Well, let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, the climate strike. That must have felt like a really important accomplishment. 150 countries, millions. 7.4 million. 7.4 million people, yeah. Uh, And your experience lobbying the state legislature in Albany, these are successes, right? Yes, definitely. For example, we got New York City to declare a climate emergency as a result of the youth movement. Now our mayor says there won't be any future fossil fuel infrastructure, citing the youth movement as a push for his decision. And September 20th, you know, we wanted to make the strike intergenerational. That was the essence of the strike, strike with us. And it is because we know that even though the climate crisis is going to affect my generation and future generations the most, we can't do this alone. We need everybody from all ages, all sectors and all levels of government to do their best to address this crisis. A year ago, no one knew about the youth climate movement. No one called the climate crisis climate crisis. We called it climate change. Those shifts in narrative, those shifts in language, they're going to change the world. And we are already doing that. Mm -hmm. We've seen the movement skyrocket in the past year, and it's not going to stop. Yeah, that's great. In case you just tuned in, you're listening to E-Town. I'm here with Shia Bastida. Um, You know that uh, you're in a solar-powered facility. We're making enough power (laughs) right on site to where we didn't even bring any fossil fuels into the building. And again, the scale of this issue is so much bigger than us or E-Town Hall. There are other leaders on this issue. You've met some of them. Uh, You've been introduced by people like uh, Al Gore, Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, What about them? Are they helpful in this conversation? I think that if you are a public figure, you have much more of a responsibility to speak up. Right. But um, for Greta, there's been a lot of pushback and people pointing fingers at her and saying, wow, you're just being irrational or you're being, you know, and that there's a naturally there's going to be pushback. Have you experienced that, too? Yeah. Criticism Um, and... Yeah, my conversations with climate deniers are usually, the climate has always been changing. And so when I get that feedback, I say, okay, what about air pollution, water pollution, plastic pollution? Even if the temperatures are not rising, why are we depending on a system that is contaminating every aspect of our lives? And when you look at it from that angle, you get them thinking about their whole way of denying science because it's every, everything is driven by data and science and that's what we use to back up our facts. But it's also about appealing to what somebody cares about, which is health a lot of the times, uh, most of the times. Mm-hmm. And just looking at it from all different angles is always the best way to talk to people. Yeah. Well, it's inspiring to see someone like you, your age, to sort of carry this message, because I think if you ask every older person, every person in a position of power, and you ask them the simple question, do you love your kids? Do you love your grandkids? 
do you hope for them a life that's safe and productive? They would all say, of course. So I think that conversation being carried forward by someone like you who represents that generation is so powerful. And uh, we want to do whatever we can to help you carry this message. And uh, meanwhile, I hope you'll keep in touch. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being with us. Shia Bastida of New York City, climate activist, educator, champion, fighting the climate crisis for all of us. You can learn more about Shia Bastida's work on our website, etown.org. Also, we'd love to hear from you if you've got any comments or suggestions for other interview guests or our Achievement Award winners. We're always reachable on Facebook or on e uh, email at info at etown.org. Or you can always write us the old-fashioned way at Box 954, Boulder, Colorado, 80306. Thank you, Helen. Thank you, Shia. We have more music coming up from the Little Smokies in a little while. Right now, let me tell you about what's coming next. Jack Broadbent, he grew up in Lincolnshire in England. He grew up in a musical household. His musician dad had toured and recorded starting in the late 70s. Jack dug into the family record collection early on. He loved records by Little Feet and Joni Mitchell and Steely Dan and others. And he started learning how to play and, to, and he started writing songs early on. He started performing, I think, when he was around 12 years old. But soon, he discovered that by playing on the street, by busking, he could be mobile and he could live anywhere. So he busked in Amsterdam, in London, in Sydney, Australia, all over the place, wherever he found himself. And he played on the streets using a really distinctive technique of playing slide guitar with his whiskey flask. He caught the attention of lots of people along the way. He began as an opening act for for uh, other acts like Leonard Skinner or Ron Wood or others, touring a lot. And then, of course, he made his own records. And he began headlining shows all over the place. Please welcome, for his first visit to E-Town, Mr. Jack Broadbent. How you doing? I'd like to start by saying that this guitar is solar-powered. As am I. I'll play you a new song, is that alright? Cool. This tune's called If. is incomplete I said if you're leaving where you going I hope you're searching for yourself out there now this broken man oh he just do what he please he hides his hands oh he hides 
hides his hands right up his sleeves Eyes wide open but he's incomplete I said if you're leaving, where you going? I hope you're searching for yourself out there I said if you're leaving, where you going? I hope you're searching for yourself out there I hope you're searching, I hope you're searching for yourself out there Now this broken man I brought to his knees He had a plan But now he sits right down in his favorite seat I said if you're leaving, where you going? Searching for yourself out there. I said, if you're leaving, where you going? I hope you're searching for yourself out there. I hope you're searching. I hope you're searching for yourself out there.
a good life Freedom is our world Me and my woman Me and my girl Jack Broadbent. I am curious about your scene when you're growing up, and I know that's a cliche question, but you live in this part of the world that I've never been to, Lincolnshire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lincolnshire. It's rural, it's country, and yeah, it's seaside. Be- and it's be- yeah, you summed it up. It's beautiful. It's a blank canvas. Yeah. And so uh, it's a good place for a creative kid in a house full of instruments. Yeah. And did you start writing songs when you were little? Yeah, like, that was the kind of, like, I never really wanted to play guitar, I just wanted to write songs. And then you discovered busking as a teenager, probably, right? Yeah, yeah. And do you remember your first time busking? Was that terrifying? I was in London, and uh, I didn't do it with an amplifier, and that was a mistake. And uh... Nobody stopped because they couldn't hear you? Uh, no one, no one, no one. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> but uh, then I got an amplifier, and it was all good. You know? Did you have a battery-powered amplifier? Uh, solar. Solar, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will say that um, it's a different thing to play on the street. You have a short window of opportunity to try to capture somebody's attention as they're walking by. Yeah. You have to try to figure out a way to hang on to them and keep them engaged. That's right, yeah. It certainly gave me a perspective on entertainment being something more personable. Yeah, and it's actually a pretty good gig if you do it well, right? I mean, you can make some serious money busking. You can yeah. have a pretty good uh, gig. And I'm sure there are times when really cool things happen because somebody walked by and was just turned on by what you were doing. Like, hey, I've got this club, or hey, I've got this thing, right? Yeah, hey, I've got this liquid acid, that kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. What are you doing this afternoon, type thing? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm just the... chilling out, really. But... Yeah. What are you doing for the next three days? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> That explains how you met Ron Wood, actually. Yeah, (laughs) there's a busking accident. (laughs) It can happen. It can happen. No, how did that happen, actually? How did you meet Ron Wood? I met him at a Stones gig. At a Stones gig? Well, like a launch party for a Stones album. Yeah. I was playing at the launch party. Oh, there you go. So that probably... old chestnut. Yeah. But that's the gig you got from busking, probably. Something like that. Yeah. And then, uh, but you got on with each other and you opened some shows for him? And yeah, I just did a few shows with him and um, he's a wonderful man. Yeah. yeah. Hope to do some more. That's yeah. cool. Um, I want to ask you one last thing, which is about many of us have had an opportunity to play slide instruments with various things, pieces of wine bottles or glass or steel or whatever. 
I've never seen anybody use a flask before, although there's no reason not to. But what I'm curious about is that it's got this sort of extra leverage because mm. of the width of it. And you use it really well to get this sort of like more intense vibrato and in some ways even just a little more range. Is that something that just, I mean, it's obvious, but it just came with practice, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, um, it's the perfect tool for the job, really. Yeah. And, uh, and it's also very practical. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's a lot of liquid acid in there. <laughs> you said it. No yeah. <laughs> whatever works, man. Hey, whatever you're doing is working fine. We're actually, we're going to get back to music. Welcome back to E-Town, if you would. Our new friend from Lincolnshire, now living in Montreal, Jack Broadbent. So I'm from England, but I had to get a little band together for tonight. You know. So we're called the Rolling Boulders, right? All right, this is an old Canned Heat tune. It's, uh, it's called On the Road Again.
all by myself I said if you ain't coming out, I'll carry somebody else The record's called Moonshine Blue. Out on Crowsfeed Records, along with E-Tones, Chris Engelman, Christian Teal, Ron Jolly, Jack Broadbent. This portion of E-Town is made possible by Protect Our Winners, a nonprofit organization empowering outdoor enthusiasts, athletes, and forward-thinking business leaders to advocate for long-term solutions to climate change, protecting our sports and the places we love. Learn more at protectourwinters.org. And by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. By the way, if you tuned in late and you've missed some of this week's program, the E-Town podcast will have this episode and others, along with all kinds of great content from past shows as well. It's available for free in Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast directories. You're listening to E-Town.
I'm Nick Forster. You are listening to E-Town. I want to say hello to listeners who are hearing us right now on stations like KSYM in uh, San Antonio, Texas. That's San Antonio College Radio. KSYM on WKMS in Murray, Kentucky, and on KDTR Trail 103.3 in Missoula, Montana. Thanks for tuning in. As always, if you want more information about any of our guests this week, how to get tickets to live shows, and much more at etown.org. So we're pretty happy about our guest this week, as I know you are. Jack Broadbent, the Little Smokies, great interview guest with Shia Bastida, did a great job. We're also happy about our sponsors, you know, the Bohemian Foundation and Silk and POW, all working in their own ways uh, to be great corporate citizens, fight climate change in their own way. In fact, this bit of news from our friends at POW, in 2019, renewable energy supplied more of America's electricity than coal. And we can only hope that we can do more with renewable energy even sooner and on a larger scale. But it's happening. It's happening here in this country, mostly because it makes economic sense. Uh, We can do better in that regard, but that's some good news in the midst of all that other stuff. Right now, would you please help me welcome back to the stage, the Little Smokies. Sky and fire, and 
And if I could, I'd send this song to you today. Cause ooh, time flies so fast, it's true. But everything slows when I'm with you. Everything slows when I'm with you. Thanks. That's the Little Smokies from Missoula, Montana. Their new record is called Tornillo. Andy Dunnigan, Dobro and vocals. Scott Parker on the bass. Matt Cornett on the banjo. Rev Rieger on the guitar and vocals and keyboards. Jake Simpson on the fiddle and vocals. We have time for one more song. We're going to get everybody out on stage. I want to thank um, our interview guest, Shia Bastida. Just a great, strong, young leader and organizer behalf of the climate crisis. Thanks to Jack Broadbent coming from England along with his flask. Thanks to the E-Tones, Helen Forster. Thanks to the Little Smokies. Thanks to our volunteers, engineers. Both of our guests, of course, are songwriters, but we found a uh, cover song they both really like. Thanks to Lowell George. I'm Nick Forster. Hope you can be with us next week right here Anytime. I've been worked by the rain, driven by the snow, I'm drunk and dirty, don't you know, and I'm still willing. When I was out on the road late at night, I seen the pretty Alice in every headlight. Driven every kind of rig that's ever been made Driven the back roads so I wouldn't get wet And if you give me weak white sand
Sounds recorded at E-Town Hall and produced by our donor-supported nonprofit organization. To comment about the show, email us at info at etown.org or connect with us on Twitter or on Facebook. As always, distribution of E-Town is made possible by our family of sponsors, this station, and listeners like you. Jack Broadbent. Little Smokies. Etones and Helen. Thank you so much. This is a production of the E-Town Radio Network. Okay, Little Smokies. Jack Broadbent. Shia Bastida, the youth climate activist. Really cool combination of ingredients this week. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Nick Forster. Thanks for listening.